You are listening to a Bible-based message from River Rock Church in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. We invite you to join us Sundays at 10 a.m. We also encourage you to visit riverrockchurch.com for more information and resources. Now here is today's encouraging message from Pastor Chris Tyen. Hi, this is Pastor Chris from River Rock Church in Belle Plaine. And today I want to share with you that a well life is full of faith, friends, and farewells. Farewells, goodbyes. As we follow Jesus on the narrow road of life, he leads us to various places to grow in faith, serve him, and to learn from the experiences. Some people live in the same place all their lives, while others move around for new jobs, education, opportunities, or even better weather. Some feel forced to move because of circumstances beyond their control or to stay close to a loved one. One of the most stressful and most spiritually open times in someone's life is when they move to a new place they are not familiar with. A well life centers around worshiping, encouraging, learning, and loving. That kind of life is blessed by the Lord and can lead to great friendships and ministry opportunities. You may share life with a friend nearby for weeks, months, or years, but even when they must move away, you can still stay connected. Farewells can be sad, and sometimes they make others glad, but they do not all have to be bad. Pray for that person or family who God is sending out to a new place, on a new adventure, to serve Him in a new way, to possibly help some other people experience that same kind of friendship and a well life. So I've known that this day is coming for four months, so I don't really know how to end it. Uh, I was on a gymnastics team, on the men's gymnastics team my freshman year of high school, so I only did one thing at official meets, the pommel horse. So I would work my way around that horse and try my best to impress the judges by doing what I had been doing over and over again in practice. And even if it wasn't what I hoped for, I would always try to get the dismount perfect. So today is the day I dismount. Today is the day I get off the River Rock horse. And I hope to do it with grace and strength. So, you know, this is roughly the one thousands, thousands, can't even say it. Uh, Message number one thousand. Uh, I've preached a thousand sermons at River Rock Church, and some of you are still here. Some of you are still watching. Amazing. When the Apostle Peter was saying farewell, he reminded them of what they already knew. 2 Peter 1.12, you'll see it on the screen. Therefore, I will always remind you about these things, and even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught, and it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. For our Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that I soon must leave this earthly life. So I want to remind you once again about living a well life. On our website, it talks about uh, what our church is about, and it talks about living a well life. A simple statement that defines a personal daily pursuit and ministry goal. Our church name reflects life in Jesus Christ. So in uh, the summer of 2000, no, 2001, when I was praying about starting River Rock Church, I was praying for a name, and I felt that God gave me the name River Rock Church, in which I laughed because we've got the Minnesota River, and it's really not that much to look at, and farmers hate rocks, and there's a lot of farmers around here. We're surrounded by uh, farm fields, a sea of corn, and a sea of soybeans. But the River Rock Church name and logo reflect the eternal springs of life-giving water flowing from Christ the Rock. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10:4, they drank from the same spirit, they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. He is the one that can satisfy spiritual thirst. So our church values, 
can be simply summarized as connecting well. River Rock Church exists to help people connect to Christ and to live well lives. Well is an acrostic that helps us to remember the following four core areas of life to focus on. W, worshiping. True worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship Him in that way. John 4, 23. Worship. We worship with all of our life, with the things that we do, with the things we choose not to do. Our life is to be an act of worship. Our life is to be worshiping the Lord. Our life is to be uh, constantly telling the Lord how much we value Him and ascribing to Him the worth and glory of His name, to do all that we can to worship in the way that we serve, worship in the way that we act, even worship through giving. Worship is so important in our life. And when we get worship right, then our life will be more in balanced and we'll experience more joy. Encouraging. E is for encouraging. Actually, at first it was for evangelism, but when you tell people your church is about evangelism or you want people to evangelize or you want to evangelize them, they freak out. They don't understand what it means. They don't know that it's just sharing faith in Christ. Sometimes they think that you're going to like hit them with something or yell at them in a, mega, in a megaphone. Nonetheless, encouraging. We change it to encouraging. What's the best form of encouragement? Sharing your faith in Jesus, evangelizing. 2 Corinthians 13, 11, be joyful, grow to maturity, encourage each other, live in harmony and peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. It's interesting that that is a, uh, says a little different in the uh, New King James Version. I'll talk about that in just a little bit. Learning, L is for learning, and uh, Romans 12, 2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You know, the world right now wants us to form fit their mold. They want us to conform. They want us to follow their ways and give in to their bizarre ideologies and principles, and uh, they're trying to change everything that we accepted as normal, and we need to stick close to God's Word. We need to follow God's Word and God's will first. We need to keep learning. We need to keep learning, and as we learn, then we can learn how to share what we know with others. Uh, it is so great to be able to constantly keep growing and learning. I love audiobooks. I love written books. I love uh all the different things. I love experiences in which we can learn and loving. Loving Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. We are to be loving. Uh, if we're going to encourage someone, that's an act of love. If we're going to evangelize, that's an act of love. Worshiping is loving God. And out of that worship then, we receive love, and then out of the love we receive from the Lord, it flows out of us. So it's not like we're coming up with love. We're not manufacturing love. We're not mustering up love to uh, give to someone. Uh, God is loving on us, and then that love just flows through us and out to them. Loving, worshiping, encouraging, learning and loving. That's not just a formal church statement. It's how I've been trying to live my life, and it's a great way to live. It's also a great thing to teach your church because my goal was is that if anybody asked someone in our church what our church was about, that they would be able to say River Rock Church is about connecting people to Christ and living well lives, worshiping, encouraging, learning, and loving. But I'm done at River Rock Church. At the end of this message, 
I am no longer the pastor of River Rock Church. I'm still a pastor. I'm like a free agent. So I'm a pastor in need of a new team. But I'm done at River Rock Church. But promoting living a well life will continue on with me. And I will hope that you will carry it on too. Now, if your new pastor comes and he wants to change it to something else, that's cool too. But uh, I think that it's important that the pastor live out passionately the vision statement, the church statement. Uh, It's huge when uh, they live it out. The Apostle Paul knew it was time to say farewell. So we just said, we just saw in the beginning that Peter knew it was time to say farewell. And now I want to talk to you about how the Apostle Paul knew it was time to say farewell. So 2 Corinthians 13, 11, New King James Version, uh, NKJV. Finally, brethren, farewell, become complete, be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. So Paul knew that there was a time that he was going to have to say goodbye. And this is a time where I have to say goodbye, uh, farewell. Um, first, or 2 Timothy 4, 6, Paul says, As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. So part of that fits. I have fought a good fight, but I am not done. My race is not over. So uh, I have not finished the race. I have finished this stage of the race. Now it's time to run in the next stage. So if my ministry life were like a triathlon, I already swam the half mile before I came here to start this church. Uh, uh, with you, while I've been here, I've just completed uh, riding my bike, that part of the triathlon. And the triathlon, it's 12.4 miles, but I've actually ridden around Belle Plaine and New Prague and Jordan and Henderson and the surrounding area. And uh, one time I rode down to, I was trying to go to Owatonna, but I only made it to Medford. It's like 60 miles. Um, ridden to Mankato, uh, ridden to Crown College and back. Uh, ridden, anyway, I've ridden uh, over 9,000 miles since 2014. So, and I wish I could find more time to ride my bike, but I'm busy serving the Lord. Uh, So anyway, in the triathlon, you swim, you ride your bike, and the last stage would be running a 5k, 3.1 miles. So um, my guess is the next stage of whatever God has for me is going to be a long time too. So uh, I'm excited to serve. I love serving Jesus and seeing lives changed. So I might be waiting for a new church to choose me. Uh, Actually, July is a terrible time to be looking for a new opportunity because everybody's on vacation. Search committees are like, well, I can't really get together because so-and-so is out of town. So, but I'm on the matchmaking list. Yeah, it's like a computerized dating service. You fill out a profile inventory and then when a church fills out theirs and there's a match, they let you know. So uh, the Christian and Missionary Alliance, as far as I know, doesn't use that. So, but I'm signed up with them for opportunities. I'm also signed up with uh, Converge, uh, formerly the Baptist General Conference, and the Evangelical Free Church uh, with their matchmaking systems. And uh, some churches are expressing, expressing an interest, but we are praying that God would put us in the right place, that we'd be a good fit, that the next season of ministry, the next stage of ministry would be great. So I really don't know how I could do any better than all of you. 
So, you know, John 15, 15, Jesus says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. Uh, more than anything, though, I love being Jesus' friend. And Jesus says when we do his will, that uh, when we do what he's told us to do, that we're his friends, that he calls us friends. And I love sharing life with Jesus' friends who become my friends, too. So, wouldn't it be cool if you could just sit there and look at Jesus' Facebook profile and then start trying to friend his friends? It's like, oh, you're Jesus' friend. I want to be your friend, too. Anyway, the friendships I have made here in Belle Plaine over the years will last a lifetime. It's been such a crazy adventure. Some of you have served along me, alongside me the whole time. I've watched your kids go from babies to college students. I've watched them grow up to serve the Lord. I've watched them um, and you. I've watched you go through the different stages of parenting uh, and life. And um, I've been thankful as a pastor that I haven't had to do very many funerals at this church. So uh, it's been a joy and a delight. Are we friends? I think we are. So as a friend, can I tell you something? It's, it's, it's a thought that I had. I don't want it to sound prideful or anything like that, but I just know me. Um, if I could have seen the brochure and known what was going to happen, if I could have had a general idea of uh, what was, uh, how this would all turn out, I don't know if I would have come here if I knew it was going to turn out this way. But, and listen to me, but I sure am glad I did. I sure am glad I did. You know, before I came here, almost all the church experiences I had in my life revolved around 100 or more people gathering together for church on a Sunday. Uh, 300, 500, 1,000. Uh, that was my idea of church. When I first started River Rock Church, we had about 70 on a typical Sunday. Uh, I think we had 130 on Sundays at our peak. But then the housing bust came and people moved away. People got tired of meeting in the school. And so um, our numbers started to decline. But I had a plan to turn it around and we were trying to get a building. Uh, and as you know, COVID left us without a suitable place to meet. And every building we checked into buying had some issue where it didn't work out. And I repeatedly sought financing but could never get enough money to make something happen. And now the cost of building anything on our church land is much higher than it was before. So I've always wondered how River Rock would have thrived if we could have uh, gotten one of the buildings that we are trying to purchase. We were all set to buy the pavilion, which is now City Hall, but then the owner changed his mind. Uh, later on, or more recently, we thought we could buy the nice furniture store, but then the owner said they weren't ready to sell. So who knows, maybe they'll be ready to sell in the future. But I know that we were all getting tired of being in the school but it was an okay place to meet until COVID came. And last I checked, they're still not inviting us back into that school space. So it was in the little kids elementary school uh, in the auditorium that also doubled as the lunchroom. And so that's the reason why they haven't invited us back in, though some uh, churches have been invited back into the schools. They're just not uh, in the little kids lunchroom. So anyway, um, we said no to some buildings in the past because they weren't suitable for church before COVID. But when you have absolutely no place to meet, it kind of changes what you're willing to accept. And if you were among the volunteers that helped us unload and load up that trailer every Sunday, 
you are a blessing. There's probably a special reward in heaven for you, for your faithfulness in loading and unloading that trailer. So do you know in 2005 that Alliance Life magazine did an article about River Rock Church? Um, and they highlighted Julia and I coming to Belle Plaine to start River Rock Church. It's actually still online, so let me read it to you. It's about a thousand words, so be patient with me. August 28, 2005, the Christian and Missionary Alliance plants a church in one of the fastest growing counties in America. Uh, Scott County was considered to be one of the fastest growing counties uh, back in the early 2000s because of the rapid growth after the Bloomington Ferry Bridge was completed. All right, here's the article. Belle Plaine, Minnesota, an outer ring suburb of Minneapolis, has many characteristics similar to uh, suburbs throughout the United States. This farmland region is growing at the rate of one house per day. In fact, Scott County is the fastest growing county in the northern half of the country and the eighth fastest growing county in the nation. Still, under the river, still, until the River Rock Church was planted in 2002, there was no truly evangelical church in the area proclaiming you must be born again. It all began when two pastors had lunch at a restaurant in town. It was at Emma Crumby's. A waitress mentioned that she had wished there was a contemporary and relevant Bible teaching church in the neighborhood. One of the pastors returned to his Southwest Area Metro CNMA prayer group, and they began to pray about planting a church in Belle Plaine. For two years, they prayed. Tim Mackey, director of church planting for the Northwestern District, now the North Central District, approached Pastor Chris Tyen in October 2001 to move to the town to plant a church. Actually, he approached me six months before that and asked me to pray about it. We moved October 2001, actually. I'm quoted. Uh, we came here not knowing anybody, says Tyen. He and his family bought a house in a new housing development, not knowing that 75% of the people they would minister to ultimately would be made up of people moving into that development. Tyen, so we just say, Tyen explains, my wife and I weren't sure if we should leave our comfortable church ministry in northern Minnesota to start a church with no contacts and no core group. As we prayed about it, we felt the Lord telling us that if we would step out in faith, he would provide the people and resources we needed to be successful. As soon as they, as soon as we arrived, uh, they began a prayerful scavenger hunt to find people God was calling to be part of this new work. Within one month, the Tyans were holding Bible studies in their home. By the end of December 2001, the group had grown to 35. We had a Christmas dinner at the elementary school. Um, after seven practice Sundays on Palm Sunday 2002, River Rock Church held its first public service, including a concert by River that Sandy is uh, actually related to one of the guys in that band. We did it on Sunday morning. Anyway, after seven practice Sundays on Palm Sunday 2002, River Rock Church held its first public service, uh, which was a concert and a brief message, which drew 240 people. The following week, 100 returned for worship. Currently, between 70 and 100 people attend each Sunday. Uh, through the summer, God continued to provide people with a desire to serve Him, and soon River Rock had a youth group and a men's and women's Bible study group. In the fall, they began Sunday school classes for all ages and a high-quality children's church program. Tyne explains, For a baby church, we praise the Lord for His faithfulness in equipping River Rock Church to do eternally significant, well-rounded ministry so quickly. As God provides people and resources, we continue to try to expand our discipleship and outreach programs. Our youth leaders are committed to helping teens grow spiritually and not just entertain them. Uh, when Mandy uh, became the youth leader, the youth group actually started out as the friends of my daughter, and Mandy was the youth leader. 
and she makes me laugh. I love her and her desire to honor Jesus. She said, so I'm gonna, if I'm going to be the youth leader, I just want you to know uh, right up front, I'm not fun. <laughs> she says, I'm not fun. Meaning that she wasn't going to play silly games, that she was going to teach the kids. And she and her husband, Joe, did. It is exciting to see the kids' faith and commitment grow. We were able to pull a Bible quizzing team together and compete against other churches. One of the greatest needs in the community is building up marriages and strengthening families, and now the Lord has provided the people and resources to offer home builders groups for married couples. Tyne and his leaders work to respond to many people in their area who have megachurch expectations. He says, our, fac- our facilities are lacking, our space is limited, our folding chairs are not the most comfortable. Another problem is that in the old part of town, many are close to outsiders. Tyan says that's okay. Maybe God is calling us to be the church of the new people. One of the greatest challenges is finding a place to meet and expand their ministries. Most of this growing community has young children, and not having their own building makes it difficult to offer Bible studies with child care, mops groups, and midweek kids programs. They have tried to rent, lease, or buy the few buildings that would work, but nothing is available. They have approached several landowners to try to buy land at a fair price, but the land is going up in value so quickly that they currently are still empty-handed. Tyan says, River Rock has seen God answer prayer and bring us this far, and now we are waiting on the Lord to help us acquire the money and land to put up the building we need to reach this county for people living here today and for future generations. Tyan first inquired about ministry with the Christian and Missionary Alliance when he attended Crown College. Before he was able to get through the CNMA church ministry process, however, he was snatched up by a Baptist church. Tyan says, It was God's plan for me to grow under the leadership of the pastors in the two Baptist General Conference churches I served in because it helped me to be better prepared to plant this church in Belle Plaine. I'm excited he adds, to be me, (laughs) I add, to be part of the Christian and Missionary Alliance because it seems more like a movement of God than just another denomination. Even though we are close to Crown College, most people don't have a clue who or what the CNMA is. I tell them that it is a Christian organization that helps churches to be more effective in helping people come come to Christ, grow in their faith, and be involved in ministry and share with others the message of Christ. I'm finding that most Christians get excited about being part of a group like that. Through God's power and provision and the faithfulness of the people, Tyan sees the church making a life-changing impact on Belle Plaine, Jordan, and Henderson, Minnesota, and growing to a church of 500 over the next five years. He said, It's not that we want to have the biggest church in town as much as we want to have the greatest impact, helping adults and children discover new life in Christ. So, that was the plan. That's what we, that's what we were striving for. That's what we were hoping for. Let me put my phone down. So the article clearly states what we thought we were coming to accomplish. Uh, We felt called by God God to move from our great church family in Chisholm, Minnesota, to come down to Belle Plaine to try to reproduce the same kind of church here. I kept praying and trying everything I could think of to find a suitable place for us. I'm disappointed. We have not yet reached my original vision. There is a lower chance that a church plant will survive with the tight budget and humble circumstances that we have endured, but River Rock has endured and has been going for over 19 years, and I'm excited to see it continue on. But really, if I would have been told that this is the way it was going to be in advance, if I knew it was going to play out this way, I might not have come. But can I say it again? But I sure am glad I did. I sure am glad I did because it's been a joy and a delight. 
Our River Rock Church family is awesome in every way. I have had enough God experiences here in this town helping people and seeing them get saved and grow in Christ to write a book. Maybe I will. My daughter married a young man from Belle Plaine and blessed us with three delightful granddaughters, and they live in town with us. Pastor Josh Jetto was our first intern pastor, and then he was the associate pastor. And he's been a pastor in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, Huron, South Dakota, and now Groton, South Dakota. And he oversees a Bible camp and helps lead a Bible quizzing, a division of Bible quizzing. And uh, so see how God moves us pastors around? Uh, Josh has already moved around quite a bit. Uh, and then Nathan, Nathan and Taylor were part of our youth group. Uh, it was a privilege to do their pre-marriage counseling and to do the marriage ceremony. And so he, they went, both went to Crown, and uh, he's become a pastor. He's a pastor at the River Church in Chaska, River Christian Missionary Alliance Church in Chaska. And now he's also a Shakopee police chaplain. And it's just so great to see God get a hold of these people, uh, to raise them up, to uh, set them on, out to do ministry, and that they had some experiences with River Rock Church. Uh, when I go to the ministry center, I see this shelf full of Bible quizzing trophies. I see my granddaughters in Bible quizzing. It makes me so happy. I see most of your children growing up to love and serve Jesus. I see the way we have helped people in the community over the years and all the people that were saved and baptized. Uh, many of you stuck with me for almost two decades. You know, even this town itself is a great place to live, even if the price of water is really high. Uh, everything else about it is pretty great. So... But I just want you to know that Julie and I did not give up and quit. The district leaders at the Christian and Missionary Alliance saw our situation, saw River Rock didn't have a place to meet, saw our attendance had dwindled because of it, and they spent time praying for us. And then they thanked us for our faithfulness. They thanked us for serving all those years and said they believe it was time for us to move on. They gave us four months to find another place to serve, and that ends this week. So this Sunday, today is my last sermon at River Rock Church, and I've heard from multiple churches that they are interest, interested in me, but God has still not shown us where we are going next. Wherever we go, we will be able to serve that church more effectively with the experiences and skills we learned while serving here with you. Jesus says in Matthew 4, 19, follow me, he told them, and I will make you fish for people. So Louis Giglio, a quote I was reading from Louis Giglio said, it's no big shocker that following Jesus is costly. The best things in life always are. You know, it's costly to follow Jesus, but I want to follow Jesus wherever he wants me to go. I do not want to leave too soon, and I do not want to stay too long. I want to be where God wants me to be. I want to serve Him where He wants me to serve. I know that River Rock Church is not my church. River Rock Church is God's church, and He can take care of it. And I hope that you will realize that we are not abandoning you, that we are being faithful to follow Jesus. We're being faithful to live for Jesus. We're being faithful to move to the next place to minister for Jesus. And God will send someone else to lead you to minister to you. It'll probably be really exciting to have a new person, um, but I hope we will still be friends. You know, as a friend, you can still email, text me, connect with me on social networking. Uh, if I'm still living in town for now, we could still go out for pop or coffee. 
So my Chris at riverrockchurch.com email will stop working. So, and uh, the website, uh, christian.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-I-E-N.com. That's why I picked that second website as a landing page is because nobody can spell my last name. Nobody can even say my last name, but Christ well, C-H-R-I-S-T-W-E-L-L dot life also gets you to the same place. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this experience we've had serving Jesus in Belle Plaine. I mean, harvest all the years of harvest parties, and I was the one that would go gather the door prizes and donations and uh, harvest parties on uh, the Wednesday before Halloween with all the little kids and the community outreach. That was awesome. Um, all the different things that we were able to do was awesome. And to go through the rest of my life and be able to tell people that I used to live in a town with a two-story outhouse, that's pretty awesome too. But thank you. Thank you for being part of this experience we've had serving Jesus in Belle Plaine. I'm so glad we came here and that we met you. Now we trust that it's God's will for us to move on uh, so we can accomplish His next task for us. Romans 8, 28 and 29 out of the Christian Standard Bible says, We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. For those He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son so that He would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So we are to uh, reach the world for Christ. We are to make a difference uh, at home, across the state, across the country, across the world. So please, please don't quit. Don't give up. Don't go away. Pray for the next pastor God is sending to replace me at River Rock Church and pray for a great place to meet. And until that new pastor comes, you'll probably get some great guest speakers. So attend, be helpful. And I hope that you will invite me back sometime and that you will stay faithful. Keep making new friends in Jesus and remember the farewells, that farewells are part of the Lord's plan to change the world. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for the years that you have empowered and enabled me and provided and guided and helped. And Lord, I just thank you so much for what uh, you've done uh, through me. Lord, I always think that I could have done more, but I did do something and I was always consistent. And uh, Lord, I tried to uh, serve you faithfully. I tried to be balanced. Lord, I thank you for the friends that I made here. I pray that you would um, help them as we move forward. Lord, I pray you'd show my wife and I where we're going next. And I pray that everything about it would be sweet and uh, good. Lord, I pray that COVID would go away. I pray that you would provide jobs for those who need jobs, that you would um, heal the sick, that you would um, empower those who are timid or afraid to share their faith. I pray that we would prioritize worshiping encouraging, learning, and loving. I pray that we would prioritize connecting people to Christ. I pray that you would uh, help River Rock Church to continue on and that someone would come and build upon uh, what we've started. I thank you for every uh, member and person at River Rock that's been serving all this time and enduring. Lord, I pray that you would bless them and reward them for it. Lord, uh, um, some people were so faithful for this whole time. Uh, it's just amazing. I I'm a solo pastor, but I've definitely not been alone. I've had volunteers that are great, uh, volunteers that are helpful. 
Lord, you blessed us in so many ways. So I just pray that you would help us. I don't want this. It's hard to dismount. It's like the pommel horse thing. It's hard to dismount. Now I got to gotta dismount clean. I got to do good, strong, grace, graceful finish so I get a good score. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I thank you for letting me be the pastor of River Rock Church. I am done here. Show me what to do next. Don't let the church end. Lord, help it to keep moving forward. Do great things for your glory and the good of Belle Plaine and the surrounding region. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, River Rock Church will continue on, yet the way things get done will be changing. So keep praying, attending, sharing, and giving at riverrockchurch.com and riverrockchurch.com-give. So thank you for letting me be the pastor of River Rock Church. I hope to see you soon. You've been listening to a message from River Rock Church. River Rock Church exists to help people of all ages connect to Christ and live well lives. W stands for worshiping, E for encouraging, L for learning, and L for loving. God wants you to be well. Visit riverrockchurch.com for our latest news and to access resources to help you and the people you care about live well lives.